And you should you should know this by now, right? Apart from poetry, apart from you know talking about love and relationships and all sorts, right? I am a huge fan of architecture, particularly brutalist architecture. Now, when I, I ever I cover for you know our good old Robert Elms, we're always talking about you know design and architecture. Well, it's my pleasure to bring onto the show a, a good friend of mine. I hope he doesn't mind me saying good friend, right? An architect who has created a platform called Architecture Social, which is an an open community of professionals of students and employers and academics who you know it's, it's part of their goal it's part of their, their their ethos to motivate and make impact together all right as a community and i can't wait to you know talk to him about his career the, the obstacles the hurdles and also how he has survived 2020 leading into 2021 so join me please and give it a huge round of applause for the one and only stephen drew Hey, hello, hey. flying heart. Hello, living. We're living the dream on BBC Radio in my pajamas. I never <laughs> would have thought it. <laughs> listen, listen. This may not be the last time we get you on in your pajamas, my friend. I love talking about architecture, so we're probably gonna have to get you on again in your cozies, my friend. You're comfortable, I can guess, right? Super, super comfy. We're we're here. We're doing it live. It's amazing. So it's thank amazing. you. No, thank you for joining me. Now, listen, I'm a huge fan of architecture. But before we start getting into design in the world of buildings and interior design, etc., how are you feeling? I know you're comfortable. I know you're in your, your cozies. But how are you feeling? 2020 was a disastrous year for many of us. All right. There are people out there that had profited. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the people who had unfortunately contacted it, had lost lives, had been separated mm-hmm. from their families. How was your 2020 leaving? into 2021 2020 well it was it was a rough year for a lot of people and it was a rough year in architecture yeah. basically in march it felt like the shutters came down buildings were off site and a lot of people including myself were put on furlough and so while my employers mcdonald company they were good the thing is on furlough it's, it was a bit fun at the start you know, you got a bit of wine. I was thinking, brilliant. I'm going to go through Netflix. This is amazing. Yeah, you're going to be after a month. Yeah. After that, though, you, you kind of you finish Netflix. You've done season three of The Crown and you're thinking, I've got to do something here. I'm feeling a bit unmotivated. Mm. And that's when that's when I came up with the idea of the architecture social. And you know what? The community was was really the kind of the, the blessing of it all to keep motivated. Mm. And yeah, it's grown since then. Originally, helping students and now we have over I think it's over 3,400 architect students it's really good fun wow now, now, now listen, listen. that is the masses right now applauding you in a time where I guess 2020 made a lot of us binge on Netflix and not stop binging around right? Amazon Prime or, or whatever platform we were using right we wanted a sense of escapism Right? I think that's something which is close to a lot of our minds. You know, we were stuck indoors. We wanted to find something to get our minds off of COVID-19 and off of potentially, you know, contracting it when going to the stores. And you went out there and you've created a platform at a time where architects and designers need it the most. Now, let's be honest. I, you know, I've done potent residencies for a variety of firms globally and architecture firms were hit hard very very mm. hard there are people whose you know livelihood depends on it students in fact right who spend an average of three to eight years 
Let's talk about that, right? That's a huge portion of mm. your life that you are dedicating to a single profession. And then you are told after you're potentially graduating, depending on what time you, you, know, you left your university, you are told that, hey, it, it's really sticky right now in terms of you getting a job opportunity, let alone an interview. Right? I remember how difficult it was when you're going up against some of the best mm. architects, the budding architects from, from the Bartlett, et cetera. And you're just like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get a job. But in the state of COVID-19 culture, there wasn't any job opportunities for, because we are actually telling people to stay at home. If you can work from home, work from home. But if not, mm. you're going to be furloughed. Now, what are, what are the stories that you've heard from architects who had spent three to seven to eight years building their career oh. and unfortunately being told that, you know, we have to either furlough you or let you go? Oh, it's it's a, it's immensely difficult for a lot of people. And as as you know, I mean, architectural practices, it's a, it's a very physical environment. You have yeah. people in offices making models, you know, um, put, pinning up drawings on the wall, discussing ideas, going on to construction sites. Mm. And the idea of working remotely, it was a shock. Right. I think some architectural practices were thinking, how can we even do this? You know, and even from the student's perspective, you're right. You know, in the old days, pre-COVID, you would, you would take your CV and portfolio and you'd hand deliver it to an architecture practice that you loved, you know, right. this beautiful portfolio you created. But you can't even do that anymore because it was even a risk going to the post office. Mm. So I think it was, yeah, it was a, it was a very tricky time. Yeah. But what's interesting is we all adapt, we all learn. And the architecture industry, I mean, it's quite strong now. This is the positive thing to pick up. I mean, January was really busy on architecture. Uh, people are cracking on. We're finding different ways. People are working remotely. And in terms of the community, it's been really fun to help students find jobs and, you know, even discuss new things like interviewing online on Zoom. There it's a go. totally different gig. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it allows you to be a bit more comfortable rather than being in... A, I know it's like to walk into an architecture practice and you see everyone on their computers. There's a serious tone in certain practices. There's a really lighthearted turn tone in certain practices to walk in there and feel like the next few years of my life or maybe my career may be dependent on this one interview it's very daunting it's very overwhelming yeah. so to have that interview in your house over zoom when your half of your body is in a suit the rest of the office in pajamas <laughs> it's absolutely refreshing so I, I i sympathize with you in that statement now listen steve do me a favor now because mm. as much as i love talking about architecture there are people out there particularly you know the youngsters who are listening to us right now who are thinking my parents didn't you know encourage me to uh, pursue a career in architecture but they didn't, they didn't mm. me to spend seven years of my life dedicating to a profession did you have that type of upbringing were, were you encouraged to get into architecture well, do you know what? The funny thing is, is that I really wanted to do it, and my parents were super, super supportive. But when I got into an architectural practice, I was the cheeky chap in the kitchen having a chat with everyone, trying not to do the technical it. details. We love it. We love it. Listen, Stephen, for those of you who don't know what a technical detail is, please just give us a little rundown of what that means. Well, it would be something really complicated in terms of how a building, a wall or a roof would, would meet each other and how a builder will build it on site. But if you used any of my technical drawings in a building, it probably would have fallen down, to be honest with you, Lionheart. <laughs> Stop it, Stephen. <laughs> Stop it. We don't want to ruin your career. No, listen, technical drawings, I have to say, are one of the things I do not enjoy and didn't enjoy during my time in university, mm. right? One of the things I loved were, you know, designing montages or conceptualizing, you know, theory 
theory of architecture. I, I really love the, the the language that was used also in conveying, hence why I've become mm. a, a poet in resonance in so many firms. And I think moving forward now, this multidisciplinary approach which we are uh, placing on architecture is really going to enrich our homes, right? I'm seeing a lot of competitions out there mm. pertaining to, you know, how we can revamp the household now that COVID is hit and people are working from home. So there's really interesting and innovative ways that we can now, I guess, live in our houses, but also, you know, exist outside of that. Now, I want to talk to mm. you a bit more about architecture social because I've been around for a while and I haven't come across something which feels like a... a a dorm room for the masses, all right? You know the dorm rooms where you used to collaborate with your fellow your fellow architecture student and you could have a laugh, you could read an article, you could pick up a zine or something. Like there was something really communal about it which we thrived on, especially in a profession. Mm. And I kid you not, Stephen, right? Almost half of the people that I started off with in the first year were not there in the second year of architecture. So there needs to be spaces that motivate and encourage and influence the pursuit of being an architect. What what are the success stories? The success story, sorry, or the, the the benefits that you've heard from people who have joined the community of being in architecture social. Well, sure. I mean, you've got stuff like people getting jobs is one of the ultimate goals. But the kind of things I like as well is that I got one or two messages saying, do you know what? I met someone in the architecture social and we went for a game of tennis. Hey. Obviously, when when the, the you know, when it was all right yeah, give, and you give could a disclaimer. do that. Yeah, you do that. Give it a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. All safe and all. And the other one is we've got a Dungeons and Dragons group, which is going to kick off. So it's about, you know, pushing your career on. But you've got to have a bit of a laugh and a giggle at the same time. And I think that's, right. that's a really important thing of community where everyone's in the same boat and if you can have a bit of a laugh and, and kind of enjoy yourself especially during tricky times and kind of learn something along the way I think that's the winning combination to be honest Do you know what Stephen let me just say this right you came on radio and, and me and my producer looked at each other and we started to smile right you have this personality that just exudes a, a certain vibrancy <laughs> right it's great it's great because you know when I grew up there was this uh bland way at looking at what architects were right we just imagined that they had glasses that they had a very stiff and stern face and that they weren't quite you know the the jovial humans that we would hope they they were right we'd look at the star architects we look at the the frank lloyd wrights and just assume right there were these presumptions on what their personalities and character is like but you're proving to people out there right now that you can be an architect and it doesn't mean that you have to have you know this very stern way of existing or you're going to be quite highfalutin in how you describe that world hey listen I've been to Variety. You know, you know what I'm talking about right now. You're, you're making it more human, and and this is what I really wanted us to talk about. Right? It's, it's how we can humanize a, a profession, which sometimes feels like it's very far removed from normal digestible conversation right so moving yeah. forward you have a podcast right within architecture social can you tell me a bit more about that and how that works and and what what's the future potential for that podcast sure so the truth be told with the podcast and at first i thought we're gonna have a conversation that's going to be completely unscripted and so what i've got on the podcast is my bells so I've got my bell in the background here. I've got my horns. <laughs> and the goal would be to get Norman, we'll get Norman Foster on, won't we? And then I'll get the bells and whistles out. He'd probably never come back on again, but that would be a good life goal. It'll go viral. <laughs> It'll go viral. Do you think? <laughs> I think it would. And tell me this, right? It really sounds like you're having fun, my friend. It really, really sounds like you're having fun. What would you like to disrupt in architecture, right? If, you, if, you, if there could be one thing that you could put your hand or your mind to to disrupt in, in the profession, to disrupt in, in public perception and architecture, what would you like to disrupt? Well, 
wow, good question. Well, I think I view the so the architecture social. It's a bit like a stage, and the people in it are the participants. For me, I'm quite curious to see where it grows. Hmm. And to be honest, a bit like yourself, I never got qualified as a as a, an architect. I'm technically an architectural assistant, and you can go different ways in the profession, and you can have a mean. I think you can have a meaningful com, um, contribution without doing bad technical details like I did before. <laughs> so working with practices, working with companies, finding people, helping students to get new jobs. That's really what I enjoy. And I guess um, hopefully uh, it's not down to just me. It's what the community wants to disrupt as you're well. A kind of support you're, you're them along the way. Person, Stephen. You are a very <laughs> humble person. Listen, if you're listening to me right now, I am joined by the incredible Stephen Drew, who is right uh, the, the head of architecture and design at McDonald and Company and also founder of the Architecture Social and phenomenal personality of 2021. Stephen, be, 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 be honest with me now because you are humble, but I think there is a space for being humble and that space isn't on the show right now because you are an associate of the Royal Institute of Architects, right? You are also a fellow of the Royal Society of Arts. You have contributed a lot to the profession in the world of architecture and design, right? Let's wear it on your chest, my friend. Let, let's ch- champion it from the rooftops. When I was made a, a fellow of Reba, I could not believe it, right? An honorary fellow me, Lionheart, a poet. Ah, we're crazy. We should be in a space where we start to champion it even more because there's tenacity, there's devotion, there's discipline, there's dedication, all these qualities and attributes which you have, which have placed you where you are now. Because to be in that seat is not an easy feat, my friend. It's not. And I don't want to, you know, portray it to the youngsters out there or people who are listening who may be, you know, 30, 40, you want a, a career change, right? It's not an easy thing to become an architect. What, what, would, what would be the one, or t- no, I'll make it easier. Right? What would be the two qualities that you would like to install in budding architects of the future, right, to really pursue architecture? What would be the two core attributes that you would say they need? Oof, good question. I think you've got to be curious. You've got to want to keep going. And you've got to be tenacious as well. I think that's a good combination. Tenaciously curious. That'll make you a good architect. My friend, listen, you are one of the best. <laughs> I'm going to make this a, a frequent occurrency, right? Because I, I'm probably going to need a picture Oof. of you in your pajamas first, right? To start promoting on BBC socials. Oh, no. You're going to get me on Zoom. <laughs> oh, no. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Listen, Stephen, before we go, right, please let people know where they can find you, how they can support Architecture Social, or where they can, you know, like help the, the budding architects really find resources of help. Sure thing. I mean, anyone's welcome, to be honest with you. Join the architecturesocial.com and uh, sign up there. If you just say you're listening to this, um, to the radio, or you want to join in, you can be part of the crew and we can have the fun together and get involved in the Dungeons and Dragons. That's the most important thing. <laughs> there you go. You heard it first from Stephen Drew himself. Listen, my friend, thank you so much for joining us. You have a beautiful night and a great week. You too. Take care, Lionheart. Take, Take care, care, my friend.